0: Greetings Earthlings and welcome to a very extra special episode of the Stoned Alien from San Antonio podcast. And I reason why I say that, it's because that this month is September and we are doing uh, Superhero Month. So this is uh, clearly Superhero Month with all the Comic Cons and everything that's going on. So I figured I would do a very extra special episode with uh part one and two it's gonna be split into two parts one part being DC which is uh, when I talk about Superman and the second part is gonna be uh, Marvel and Spider-Man but well I was as I was doing the part two, the Spider-Man one I figured why not combine the episode that I recorded in real time the Superman episode along with the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man so this was a previously recorded episode, so I just combined the two for a very long, big episode. So everybody just sit back, relax, enjoy this episode, and everybody just be careful, be safe, and everybody have a safe and happy Superhero Month. Thank you. Now. Greeting, Earthlings. And welcome back to the Stoned Alien from San Antonio podcast. As always, I am your host, Weed Stash Calhoun. Stoned Cold Steve Austin, the Blunter Taker, CM Blunt. Acknowledge your High Chief and acknowledge your High Daddy. I am token raids and today is a oh a comics corner episode so what i want to talk about right now is i know it's a little bit of a on the nose type of topic and i think it's something that i believe it or not i, I don't think i have even discussed this like what is your favorite superhero that's like i don't know if i did it on youtube or not but this is something that i i have not really believe it or not i've never really discussed this i mean i mean i like i mentioned it's too on the nose meaning that all it's it's a bit too you know too tedious too a bit of uh you know, of a of a cliche, like, Oh, what's your favorite superhero? What's your favorite superhero? You know, that's what I'm trying to, you know, get at. You know, I'm trying to do an alternative to, you know, Comics Corner and all that. But I think right now... I think it's a good time to ask, you know, you know, in the midst of, you know, uh, I believe that it's September and it's uh, Superhero Month. And believe it or not, and this is when all the uh, Comic Cons here in Texas, especially here in San Antonio, that's when we all come about. So I think it's a perfect time to actually ask the question. So, my first off, give some background that when I was a year old, my very first Halloween costume, believe it or not, was Batman and there is a picture of me and my cousin. My cousin was dressed as a Ghostbuster and I was uh, Batman. I w- so I was Batman for Halloween. Don't quite remember but the one costume I do remember and that was Superman. Now the reason why I remember it's because my mom bought me the costume from Kmart, but one problem: no cape. There was no cape. But knowing me, I probably would have lost the cape, and I think my mom would have got mad at me. <laughs> so, in other words, it's a blessing in disguise that I wasn't. And there's a picture in in my in the. In the living room of the house where I am Superman. I have the mask. And you know what? I didn't even wear the mask. I just went boom. Just without the mask. Because it came with the mask. Went just out in public. No mask. Just the costume. And that's what I want to talk about. Like first, my favorite superhero. To be specific. Is Superman. From DC Comics. So, I want to talk about this first. And yes, uh, there will be a part two after uh, this commercial break. So, to continue on. So, my favorite superhero from dc comics is yeah um superman you know well everybody says oh batman 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 i've seen every batman documentary known to man the one that i crave the most is superman and i've done uh comics corner episodes you know with the man of steel what with everything that's going on and plus rumor has it that he's coming back uh i think they already finished their elseworld uh and, of course, the tragic kryptonite up the yeah I'm just, I don't want to get into that uh, yeah we, we it was discussed back in June where yeah about that, so never mind, so Superman, why Superman so uh, the reason how I got into Superman it was kind of it was kind of odd how I got into Superman. it was uh when I was little, of course, and my mom. Would work nights she would work uh believe it or not at the hospital yes she she would work at the hospital at nights, and you know now it runs in my family too you know me, um my grandmother worked in the hospital, my mother worked now, and now i and I work in the hospital, so it you know it it's to me it's you know we were me and my family pretty much. Uh, were kind of like, you know, made into, you know, the the medical field. So, my mom would work nights. And since I was a little baby, you know, you know, I'm a boy. Well, I was a boy. (laughs) You know, we need our mothers, you know. So, I would cry. My mom would leave, of course. And out of rebellion, I was supposed to sleep, which I refused and I would turn on the TV, and lo and behold, there was a Max Fleischer Superman cartoon from the 40s. Uh, Nick and Knight, because I watched a lot of Nickelodeon back then, so I left it on that channel. So when I turned it on, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a cartoon at night. I was like, wow, cool. And I saw Superman, and I was like, oh shoot. The first episode that I saw was, of course, with him and Lois Lane in the opera. Uh, yeah, and, it's, and it was one of the first episodes I saw. And it's one of my favorite ones, too. That it dealt with, like, the opera. It was where there was an imposter Superman. And it was this scrawny little dude where, like, he was he, he would steal jewels and he would just... Uh, he would answer to this big boss, you know, like stealing diamonds, jewels, you know, so they set up Lois, you know, Clark Kent and Lois Lane in the opera, you know, in the upper deck, you know, the famous upper deck, as, you know, infamously. So what had happened is that they had this dude just like reach out, uh, grab Lois Lane's uh, uh, pearl diamond necklace and of course, it's a decoy because they wanted to capture it because they can't really believe like, Oh my gosh, Superman is, you know, a jewel thief, you know, what? You know, so of course it's Clark Kent and it's like, well, that can't be right. You know, Superman doesn't do that. So watching the cartoon, I love the animation. It, it was unlike anything I've ever seen. And this was 1940, I think it was 1941, 1942. This was so well done. It was like any other cartoon I've ever seen. You know, like I said, I watched of Nickelodeon. I watched, you know, Rugrats, Doug, uh, Ren and Stimpy, you know, back in the heyday. So watching this cartoon, this Max Fleischer Superman cartoon. Love the animation. I it was just it was so, it, you know it caught my attention. You know I was watching it and all of a sudden you know it's a guy in a Superman suit and like oh shoot, and then all of a sudden you hear you know Clark Kent. You know it's like this looks like a job for Superman. You know and changes in the old classic phone booth goes tracks down the imposter and it's like okay he's trying to shoot the real Superman with a gun. And that's from the first time when I saw it and I'm like, oh my god, you know, he's gonna shoot him. He's gonna kill him Bullets bounced off him and I'm like, oh my god. That is so freaking awesome He you knows like like wow, you can shoot this guy and he's he Doesn't die You know, it's like dude That is so freaking awesome, you know, so I'm all just like mesmerized a dude falls off the building he falls off the roof superman swoops flies in throws the dude in jail gets the big bad you know the jewels of course turn to the police everything and then i remember seeing the last part you know like you know you have lois lane all gussied up and everything like she looked gorgeous and then you see clark kent where it's like, you know, he's just there with his feet up and he had his top hat. I don't know why, for some odd reason, I hated that part. Like, I hated Clark Kent. Like, hey, you're not Superman. Like, who, like, you know, it's, it's his dual identity. So, I don't know why, I just hated that part where he just put on the top hat and it, like, popped up. Like, dude, I want to see Superman. I don't want to see you. I want to see Superman you know now i am you know i want to you know i was addicted so then after the cartoon they showed the george reeves show the adventures of superman i'm like whoa you see the cartoon then you see the show and of course i didn't continue finish watching it because i fell asleep because it was past my bedtime i had to go to school I was like, whatever, dude. I mean, I was a little tight, So, I I saw the cartoon, but I was just too young and too sleepy to even watch the George Reeves show, The Adventures of Superman. So, after that, you know, uh, I've... When you know uh, later you know I went to McDonald's and they had like the superhero uh, they had like the Looney Tunes but in superhero what do I have and I still have it believe it or not I still have it Bugs Bunny in the Superman uh, snap-on costume I still have the I actually glued it on because I didn't want to lose the parts it was Bugs Bunny Superman uh, costume. Uh, I had Taz Flash, but uh, I wanted Daffy Duck Batman for some odd reason. I don't know why, but... No, getting the Bugs Bunny Superman was good enough for me. Loved it. And I even have the superhero um, punch. You know, the the Kenner Super, uh, super Friends, the superhero friends from uh, Kenner, the old Kenner line. I always wanted that Superman. I always wanted it. And lo and behold, uh, at Walmart... Their uh, mcfarland is actually re releasing them, so I actually bought uh, Superman just a few days ago. I actually bought the Superman Super Friends and um, the superheroes, and it's like, dude, I love it. It's you know, it hits me right in the heart knowing that, dude, I grew up a Superman fan, but I didn't know, uh you know, what was, you know, the, you know, the brands back then. Like, I didn't know about DC. I didn't know about Marvel. I just knew if it's a hero, it's a hero. I love it. I'll watch it. End of story. You know, case closed. So there's me, you know, you know, I'm watching Superman. And then, you know, there's Batman, of course, the animated series. Collected the toys from that. But with Superman, to me, it you know, it appealed to me more. I don't know why with Superman, it really appealed to me more because I remember I remember a lot like I remember I bought the toys like I remember going to Six Flags Fiesta Texas like Superman like I bought the toy from to- the Total Justice uh, Superman oh my god it looks so cool he had like the long hair the costume so it just appealed to me you know and I, and I like you know and I don't know why and like yeah I'm I'm a Superman fan and that's something that I'm not ever going to you know forget you know and, and it's something that i truly truly you know never forget and there's something too i never forget again six flags fiesta texas they they used to run a dc superhero show and i don't know what the heck happened to be honest because like we just saw the heroes just for like a brief Minute and all of a sudden the superheroes went, and they had this guy as Superman fly across the audience, and I was like, oh my god, I wanted to reach out and give him a high five, and he wanted to reach down too, but he was like so high up, and he was just like he hovered over me, and I was like, oh my god, you know, and it it was it was amazing, you know, it was just that much you know that i became this superman you know fan this fanatic back then and it's something that you know i always treasure you know i mean this dude is a legend you know superman is you know what you you know it goes beyond hero beyond icon beyond legendary beyond man or myth like Superman was one of the first ever superheroes ever created you know by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster back in the thirties, you know getting published you know by d c comics, which was action comics, so then you have that versus you had this. You know, you had Batman, you had Wonder Woman, but Batman became the more popular and more cooler superhero because of his rogues gallery and his stories are always, uh, they're always psychological and, you know, dark and twisted the one that comes to mind is a arkham asylum uh you know serious you know a serious house on serious earth you know i have that graphic novel the uh, the artwork is just as insane as the whole story and of course yeah this is based off the uh the uh, the video game i'm sorry Uh, arkham asylum is based off the uh adapted from the Graphic novel, which I which I love that game. I love Arkham Asylum, love Arkham City even more. But case is is that with Ark with um, with that is that well what makes well what about Superman? Superman, the game that was good is Superman Doomsday for the Super Nintendo. Uh, that's pretty cool. I I like the um I like how it is. I like that it's a beat-em-up, side-scrolling style game. Loved it. But then there was the infamous... The infamous... Titus Superman 64. Yes, that game pissed me off so much that I just stopped being a Superman fan. Because I felt like I was betrayed. I felt like this is not... How you do Superman. This is not. How you do this game. And I'm sorry but. That's how I stopped being a fan. And that sucks. Because like dude like. Like it's not supposed. To be this way. I mean how can you treat. This property. Like trash. And make. A real crappy game and not put a lot of thought and effort into it you know and it's based off of the uh, superman animated series and it's like yeah and going back like well superman doesn't have that much of a rogues gallery mm, true but not true of course superman you know you have lex luthor that's the main dude but you also have dark side brainiac brainiac is brainiac's tough lobo parasite mongrel doomsday and some of the new ones too you have um uh, let's see uh you have uh the what is it bat uh the batman when he turns into doomsday in the uh, dark knight's metal so superman has a rogues gallery you know not as big as batman's but like they're like well how can you do superman and all this and I as dude it's just that he's just way too damn powerful like the only thing that can kill him is kryptonite is the green kryptonite anything else you know you have your red kryptonite your pink kryptonite your black kryptonite your white kryptonite your blue kryptonite like everything can you know everybody has their weakness and that's what superman is like yeah superman is all powerful he's almighty but yet there's a flaw you know his weakness and that's kryptonite and that strips away all of his powers so with that that's where it's like, well, yeah, you can be the ultimate badass, but you can still have a weakness. And that's what Superman, you know, that's what Superman is. That's what he represents. You know, the truth, justice, and American way. That I still, still believe to this day. And um, I don't believe the new the new tagline truth justice and a and a better tomorrow. I, I mean better tomorrow okay, fine. But honestly I do really stick by the whole truth justice in the American way. Superman is uh you know he's the Boy Scout. You know, do from right from wrong and that's where I have my code of honor because of Superman. You know how to do, you know, from right from wrong you know, how do you, you know, do you do what you think is right? Do you do what you think is, you know, just, you know, it's justifiable. And that's what Superman, it, you know, that's what Superman does. And there's been countless, countless, countless uh, debates over the years, ever since uh, Man of Steel came out in 2013, but I'm, I'll get to that in a second. So going back, what made me become a fan again what made me really relive, relive that because for a while i've been with superheroes like you know switching back to forth you know with batman spider-man and punisher and daredevil and whatnot so it was back in you know because it was 1997, I believe, when the game came out. For the Superman 64, the titus game. The ring game, as I call it. I stopped being a fan. And then it was until 2000 where I picked up, you know, Spider-Man. uh, In the year 2000. The Spider-Man game 2000, which I will get to in the next segment. So, for 10 years, from 1997 to 2007... What made me a fan again of Superman? Well, it was one trip to Six Flags Fiesta Texas once again. I have not been to Six Flags since 1997, believe it or not. Since 1997. So, in 2007, I actually uh, I went to Six Flags with a friend of mine. A friend of mine was like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So, I... Was a bit you know, because I'm not a big roller coaster guy, you know. I'm afraid of heights, so I, you know, I went along. And, yeah, I've been to Six Flags in a while, but I just rode, you know, just the simple stuff. Like I rode like the, you know, the 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 swings, you know, like the the baskets, the gully washer, the scrambler. Uh, like I never rode the big rides. I don't know what, like, I never rode the big rides, but now I'm, I'm just looking at my friend and I'm like, he's gonna make me rent the big rides. <laughs> so, the first ride we hit was the Superman ride. And there is, I don't know, if, I don't know if Six Flags, uh, like, I need to go back. That's why I need to go back. There is the Superman Krypton coaster and the loop has the statue of superman on the top and i'm looking at this beast of a roller coaster the blue and yellow track i mean it was pretty cool and the and the carts were red so that was pretty sweet so i'm standing in line with my friend and uh i see that people are just you know i don't know why i see this one this one girl like just break line just freaking like hauls it out of here like she didn't want to get on the ride and with me it's like well do i have a choice it's like look do i even check it out or face my fear well it was our turn to get on i was strapped in ready to go went on the superman krypton coaster and oh man once the ride was over i was like oh, my faith has been restored in superman like oh my god this is so awesome you know and really was like oh my god this is this is awesome you know so just going forward i was like i faced my fear i was no longer afraid of heights anymore so i'm hitting the big riots with my friend you know we hit poltergeist we hit you know, the the old Rattler, because I know they have the Iron Rattler at Six Flags here in San Antonio, Fiesta, Texas. Uh, we've hit all these rides, but I'm like, no, the Superman Krypton Coaster, boom, that's, that's my favorite ride. And that's the ride that made me face my fear of heights. And ironically, that was the superhero I rode with all these years, I stopped because of just some stupid game. So now I'm, I've become this Superman fanatic again. I found the game for the Xbox, the original Xbox from 2002. Found it, played it, loved it. I played Superman Returns for the Xbox 360. Love that game. I love that I get to play, you know, the soundtrack in the 360. I played, you know, Kryptonite by Three Doors Down, Superman by Bush... Uh, learn the flaw. You know, my hero. I'm sorry. Um, my hero by Foo Fighters. It was just, you know, it was fun. You know, I I loved it. You know, and it it restored my faith in Superman again. And then I bought the. I have a dog tag, uh, from the Christopher Reeve Foundation. Not only did I bought the buy the dog tag, but I also donated to the Christopher Reeve Foundation. I have lanyards of Superman. Now I have a hoodie. I have. Like, whatever. And Puma has Superman shoes, which I will order. I have the Justice League shoes now, but I want the Superman shoes. They just came out with them, and I want them. Love it. I want to go to Six Flags with these shoes, but I'm going to tie them extra tight, so I won't lose them. If I do, I'll get pissed. But anyway, so, yeah, and that's how it's been, you know. So... Now I'm, you know, I'm back on with Superman, and then I find out that oh, there's gonna be Man of Steel in 2009. I'm like, okay, well, 2009 came and went. I'm like, okay, so it was 2013, the 75th anniversary of Superman. So I actually saw Man of Steel. I was like, well, it's about time we got a Superman movie because it's been. Seven years since uh, the Superman Returns in 2006. What I got to say about that movie. About Superman Returns. It's a pretty decent story at the time. But when, when you kind of pick apart that movie. It's like yeah I know that there's some things you know. I mean it does continue off from Quest for Peace or Superman 3. Like it kind of breaks off. You know and they're trying to write the story where, like, oh, well, he disappeared for all this time and everything, and you, and it's like, okay, Lois Lane has moved on, the world has moved on from Superman and everything. It, you know, it's a, it's pretty decent. Like I said, I mean, like, there's things, you know, like, yeah, like, it was kind of wrong, you know, spying on Lois and the family, you know, me and the stalker, Superman or whatever, I mean, I could understand what they were trying to go for. Like, okay, we're trying to show sympathy for Superman. Like, look. Like, bottom line. It's like, look. You lost. You know, you lost the love of your life. But. Chances are that could be your son. If that's the case. You have to come clean and say, look. Hey. That's my son, you know. If you, the reason why if you go back to Superman two there's your answer, but you know I like I mentioned you you kind of see where I'm kind of going with this, but it's you look at it now and it's like well it's kind of wrong it's kind of bad but but there's a but the main. Person to steal the show and is still one of my favorite actors i don't care but the main deal is that kevin spacey as lex luthor was the best part of the movie should you not this you know you, you look at superman returns like okay superman returns i said look if you're gonna see superman returns Look at Kevin Spacey. Forget about the allegations and everything. Forget all that. You see Superman Returns. You see Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. You will not be disappointed. He gave it his all. His performance was great. It was funny. It was menacing. It was all, you know, Kevin, you know, Kevin Spacey understood the assignment and he freaking nailed it. Nailed it He just He 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 did You know He uh, What can I say Because It was the When he had Lois Lane in, in his cruise In his boat You know His yacht I'm sorry Where it was like Come on Come on And he was like she was like You're insane He goes wrong You know I mean That's funny It was awesome Like I mean Kevin Spacey Just He freaking Nailed that He owned Lex Luthor Like like Clancy Brown as the voice of Lex Luthor in the animated series he owns that part as well, but with Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor Nailed it just he like I mentioned he understood the assignment all bravo to Kevin Spacey That's why I can you know like hey, you know what? It's not gonna take away the fact that you know he put on like some really great performances remember seven Remember, You know there's these you know projects that he's done, and I don't and I don't like for it to be tarnished just because of this. Kevin Spacey's a magnificent actor, you know he really is. And with this, he he like I mentioned, he understood the assignment, he got in, he nailed it. Case closed. So, and I almost forgot. Uh, I never really got into Smallville until like later. I uh I can see why. Smallville is what it is, you know, coming-of-age series, Smallville's pretty cool, I I watch it on Hulu, I'm I'm watching it now, binge-watching it on Hulu, and how could I forget, I was very big on Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, how could I forget? Yeah like oh my god there's a Superman show And Dean Cain Growing up you know people say that You know George Reeves Well George Reeves is my you know um, You know And then Christopher Reeve But when people say like who is your Superman I, I'm got to tell them That Dean Cain is my Superman I grew up with Dean Cain As Superman he's my Superman You know my Lois Lane is Terry Hatcher you know that was my so you know i love that show you know i i loved superman and lois you know uh oh before i get to you know i'll mention that later but i love the new image of superman and lois and clark the rom-com superman and i loved it because it was the costume it was the you know the capes the flying you know how it is i watched the hell out of that show you know and i have the dvds as well so i binge watch all that you know uh the Lex Luthor was good. The villains were good. You know, things were good, you know. I mean, it was pretty decent. Like, how do you make a Superman show and all that, you know. You look at Lois and Clark Newman's Superman with Terry Hatcher and Dean Kane, You will not be disappointed. You know, it. You know, at the time, for 1994 standards, it was pretty good. But, yes, uh, how could I forget? I, I was very addicted. See, that caused my Superman addiction, you know. And plus, I also have the toys, too. Also from Kenner uh, the Superman Man of Steel, I still have them, I actually bought them on eBay, uh, a couple of months ago, uh, the Man of Steel, and, uh, it was a black suited Superman, they have the convertible, they have the Superboy motorcycle, it's, uh, you know, I, like I mentioned, it's, it's a, It was a great time, you know, and I collected all, you know, any Superman merchandise I can get my hands on, yes. So, now, going to Man of Steel. Now I'm going, fast forward to Man of Steel. Here's the thing. Superman has been the Boy Scout. As I mentioned, you know, because of Superman, I have my code of honor. You know, do the right thing. You know, be you know the boy scout, just you know, no right from wrong. You know, there is always the right thing to do. Well when I saw Man of Steel This is where I can see where there's the issue. Because it was where uh because in Man of Steel they combined it both Superman 1 and 2 and what I mean by that is that they combined it the first movie Where you know Superman's origins, you know, you see Superman, you know, uh, Clark Kent, you know, Kal-El grow up You know uh, when he first, you know You know goes back and forth, but it was a new take and then what I mean by part two is when he fights General Zod, Ursula and all them, you know when you know when they first arrived to earth you know to make a new krypton you know a new planet so i can see why people didn't really like man of steel i like man of steel i i watch it I, I don't have any issues with it i i you know it's hey, it's we haven't had a superman movie since superman returns so really i'm just kind of like like dude i'm just happy we have a superman movie so watching man of steel It's, of course, the infamous, you know, church scene where he was, you know... Or, not with the church, but it was a... Where Zod was going to obliterate this family. So, what could Superman have done differently? To me, I don't know. He could have, like, took Zod and just... Well, Zod would have just obliterated that family anyway. Even if, you know, he would have just... Uh, Superman would have flown away with him he still would have taken out that family with his laser you know with his laser beam he still would have done that he still would have killed him so Superman just snapped his neck he broke his neck was that the right thing to do like I mentioned my code of honor like look there's the right thing, and there's the wrong thing. I mean, you do what you think is right, even if it's the wrong thing to do like was it right? No, was it justifiable? Yes, why was it justifiable? It was justifiable because he was given a choice uh you know it's like, look, either you stand there and do nothing and succeed, you know, let the plan play out as it is. Like for the Earth to become the new Krypton and be destroyed or Do something by Stopping the main guy stopping General Zod Taking him out And then destroying the ships and saving Literally the world saving Earth So That's why a lot of people were kind of like, well, Superman doesn't do that, Superman doesn't do that. To me, I look at it both ways. It's like, look, what would you would have done? If you were if you were somebody like, look, if somebody was pointing a gun. You know, it's going to the Uvalde tragedy here in Texas. What would you would have done with that little punk? Like, would you rather him have shot the kids... Or would you taken him out the minute he started shooting? That's a tough choice. Obviously, for the cops, they didn't do anything. So I pretty much like okay. Well, I would have taken them out before he started shooting at these kids. I would have taken them out. I would have held them down. I would have like choked them out to you know. Gave him unconscious but i wouldn't have killed him or force my hand and like look like it, see this is something so can be like yeah i would have done that i mean he's a, a mere mortal well this punk i mean i wouldn't consider this punk human or anything but i would have yeah i would have taken him out before he even started shooting i would have taken him out but for superman it's it was different because it was something that yeah he was already he was gonna kill these people and Superman just made the no pun intended snap decision by killing Zod. Was it wrong? A lot of people say it's wrong, but from Zack Snyder's point of view, it's like it's well, it's a new it's a new twist, it's a new thing. A lot of people are outraged because that's not the Superman. I agree on both sides. Like, yeah, it was a new deal, but how could it be handled? <clears throat> excuse me. How could it be handled differently? It could have. You know, it's yeah. It yeah. I, I do. But I look at it both sides. Like, look, I understand Zack Snyder's point of view. His 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 decision. I understand that. I also understand. You know, Superman fans too. I understand their point. Where, like, I'm one of them, of course, where, like, look, I understand, like, look, he could have done it differently, he could have just, you know, stopped his laser, he could have just put his hand over his eyes, you know, Superman cannot be hurt unless you have kryptonite, he could have covered his eyes, you know, and put them away from the people, he could have beaten them down, but to coincide with the story, Zod had to die, so... That's how it. That's how it happened. And that's why we got what we got with Superman killing General Zod and Man of Steel. So it's to coincide with the next story, which was Batman versus Superman Donna Justice. So Superman killing Zod was justifiable, but it was wrong. As a Superman fan, I can see that it was wrong. Storyline wise, they they made a choice, and they went with it. lot of people are unhappy with it you saw the finished product with batman v superman and that's what we got like zod became doomsday which uh but anyway so that's why i kind of like okay was it you know that's why i am how i am you know it's it You know, to learn right from wrong, you know, I have my morals, my values, my code of honor. That's, that is why, you know, how I was, you know, raised, you know, to learn right from wrong. Like, do the right thing, always do the right thing, even if it's the wrong thing. But yet, you know, it's a call that I would have to make. Even working as a first responder, there are things where I'm like, look, do I do the right, you know... Did I do the right thing? Do You know, question yourself. You know, it's not only for me, but also for my co-workers as well. It's like, well, do we do the right thing? You know, we try to save lives on a daily. You know, that's why it's like, you know, they call us, you know, the heroes and all that. You know, it it doesn't matter if we don't save the world, but at least we're saving lives you know, trying to figure out what's wrong with, you know, these patients, trying to see, you know, if we can, you know, if we can find a better solution, you know, that's how I feel, how I feel, you know, that's why, like, I work in the medical field. That's what I do what I do, because I feel that it's the right thing to do. I feel like, look, if there was somebody that would do the same thing for me, I would do the same thing for them. You know, you can call it karma, you can call it this, but to me, it's making a difference. You know, and it's something that I can use my moral, my value, my code of honor. This is a perfect, you know, working in the medical field, working with patients, and I feel it's a perfect fit for me, knowing that I, I do make a difference. And knowing that, you know, and that's why I claw and scratch my way to go back to work in the medical field. Because not only is it because it's job security, it's because I want to help people. Like, I want people to help me, but at the same time, I want to help people as well. And I think because with these heroes and all that, I mean, look, to a lot of people, they may be fictional, but... They do stand for what they stand for. You know, Superman stands for what he stands for. And that's what I also, too, stand for. What I stand for as well. And that's the bottom line. So. Am, uh, do, I, do I still give up? No. Do I still like Superman? Yes. Ever since the passing of my mother. My mother loves Superman. And I have to continue that on. I have to go forward with it. Even on my Christopher Reeve dog tag. It has the Superman logo. And on the bottom of that logo of the dog tag. It says go forward. And that's what I have to do. And that's what we all have to do. There is no turning back. There is no what ifs. You make your decision. You make it you make the call you do what you think is right even if it's the wrong thing to do you do it so ladies and gentlemen this concludes part one my favorite superhero from dc comics superman so stay tuned for part two after this word from our beloved sponsor anchor so it's a 30 second spot about me talking about anchor like how to start your podcast so please just listen to this and then after the ad it'll be my part two so if you're in the if you really really want to make a podcast go with anchor so please enjoy this 30 second spot with anchor will not be disappointed and just stay tuned for part two of this segment so i'll be back in 30 seconds everybody hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of the jnj podcast from san antonio once again i am your host and today it is a very special day it is a Comics Corner edition of the J&J Podcast from San Antonio. And today is a Spider-Man retrospect. Yes. August 15th, 1962. Amazing Fantasy came out and introduced the very first appearance of Spider-Man. So... I know Spider-Man Day was August the 1st, and to celebrate, they came out with the special 900 uh, comic, which I actually do have, I actually picked up, and of course, the um, John Romita's Return to Spider-Man, I actually have that, uh, those uh, those comics, to celebrate, so to celebrate Spider-Man's 60 years of publication by marvel comics i think it is befitting to give my personal take and my personal view on spider-man now i know i've done a youtube video but you know it was just all over the place right now i have a clear vision and a clear thinking so i want to do a retrospective on my personal take like why like how am i a spider-man fan like how did i become a spider-man fan well it started back in 1994 when the when the cartoon came out, and of course I was infatuated by it. I was so just like mind blown by this by this cartoon that I I loved it. You know, I mean, growing up, you know, my big you know I like you know of course Batman. That was my first Halloween costume. Then Superman <clears throat> because I like the when they used to show the Max Fleischer cartoons, uh, Nick and Knight. Um so i like spider- uh, Superman <clears throat> so then then came uh spider man in nineteen ninety four the animated series so I was like, oh my gosh you know and uh and it was so awesome you know i i loved it it was it was great i you know to an extent you know that um I actually got the serial. Which to this day I can still taste it. Like I have the picture saved. I Googled it, and I saved it. It's in my it's in my photos. My Google photos. And I ever and I look at it like dang, you know, I mean this This gets me right in the feels, you know, like this is like this is what it was all about. You know, I lo- you know, I loved it, you know, it was you know, and then I I remember getting the cards too and don't ask me where the cards are, I just lost them but anyway uh i was just all around just a big spider-man fan i i you know i loved it you know and even so like of course i had to get the toys i had to i got the action figures the original purple card action figures you know i still remember and well i can't remember now because uh hasbro is redoing the uh, Spider-Man wave, the Spider-Man series. So it's just like how I remember, like the purple card. And I remember, you know, getting uh, Eddie Brock Venom, you know, Venom Unmasked, uh, Kingpin, Lizard, Scorpion, Doc Ock, you know, uh, Hobgoblin as well, even the Spider-Man, even the articulated Spider-Man, which that one broke, and oh, it was hell, even I got Carnage as well, so I was just really big, you know, I was like so amazed, and I remember, you know, getting the toys, I remember my mom getting me those toys, you know, my favorite one, of course, like I said, besides the articulated Spider-Man was uh the the uh, eddie brock the venom where it's like you had venom like it was venom but it had eddie brock's head and you could put the mask on eddie brock i loved it i loved it a lot i even and i still have uh peter parker yeah i still have uh peter parker spider-man i still have that one i still have some of the old stuff too you know i have the i still have the figures some of them the 80 Brock Venom, I don't know where it is. I don't know where Kingpin it. I just don't know. I'm like, oh I have I still have the Spider-Man car. Um I still have it. Yeah, I s st- I still have the I still have the Spider-Man car. I have the Spider-Man motorcycle. I uh the, the one with the uh with the You know the what is it, the mopad yeah, it's the Spider-Man motorcycle where you can clip on the Spider-Man. It's like a spider legs, and you just like grip them on the shoulders, and it has like the moped pad with the Spider-Man uh, silly string web blaster. I mean, it was like, dude, Toys R Us. That Toys R Us, my store, man. And really, it, you know, if if you can know what I'm talking about, it's like, yep, I had them. Even I had the Spider-Man uh was it web uh what is it like line zip like you put the spider it was it was a spider with wings yeah that'll give you nightmares <laughs> it was like i you know it's one of those toys where it's like you had the string you t- put it on one high end and you put it to a low end and it's like there's zip gliding i had that and that was my favorite it was it was just so awesome, you know, uh, you put Spider-Man on the little, like, on the little bar, and you just, like, and you see this winged spider, this gray spider with purple webbed wings just swing down, I mean, that's enough to give anybody nightmares, but anyway, yeah, I had the figures, you know, I had cereal, I the figures, but I was never Spider-Man for Halloween, that's the this thing I was never spider-man for Halloween now I I don't know why I just never was for some odd reason so spider-man has just been with me you know like it was 1984 and then all that and then uh, then there was the year 2000 spider-man the game came out now beforehand i've been playing like demos uh from these uh from the demo discs yeah these were these were called well back then they were called demos like now they're called betas but now uh but back then they were called demos and i remember i got the uh i got two it was uh one was uh the sampler from the playstation when i got the playstation back in 1998 of course 1998 was my year so For Christmas of 98, I got the PlayStation. And it came with the sampler disc. And on that disc, it had, like, a lot of good games. You know, it had Test Drive 5. It had uh, Medieval. It had uh, WWF Attitude. And then it came with Spider-Man. I was like, oh, shoot. So I started playing Spider-Man. And each time was like oh man like i gotta get this game you know it's it was so awesome like like i remember the menu it was like uh it was uh i love how the spider-man was drawn it was like a you know the how they had spider-man like the comic version on the menu screen i was like oh shoot hell yeah you know so i started playing it and then uh all of a sudden I got another uh, demo disc from Toys R Us and it was called the Summer Jam Pack and that one had um, like Tomba Siphon Filter again uh, oh and this time it had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 again I was like okay and then it had another Spider-Man game I'm like oh shoot and this time it was uh, because the because on the first demo disc that I played it was the uh, the beginning stage where black cat says you know use a spider sense you know to take down like these enemy thugs that are just like above ground because that's where uh, they release this toxin uh, out in the city so you had to like really like swing through the city and to avoid getting you know uh, falling into the toxin you know the toxic gas in the air and you have to take down these thugs, and that was that one disc. And then this one on the summer pack, uh, this is where you fight Scorpion in the bank, and yeah, it was so awesome. I I loved you know I loved it you know and like, and in it, and really it's it's really great. And I still have the game too. I I remember I bought it, and I played it. I you know I rented it and then years later i just i bought it cuz i i loved it i loved the game it was so special because i loved the levels where you know you face off carnage you know it was just really 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 great i and i never got to play uh the sinister 6 that one came out later but uh oh you know what i i did it was um i did but it was only temporary cuz i was like uh you know cuz the first one from 2000 it was it was great you know for the PlayStation and that's the one I played and that's the one I still have so then after that um 2001 I remember like I don't know how but I remember and this is for reals uh this was before what if you know on Disney Plus where uh, it's uh Spider-Man Zombie Hunter okay check this out i remember i drew spider-man with spawns cape and this was 2001 this was 21 years ago i drew it and i don't know what happened i drew spider-man perfect with spawns cape and of course 21 years and of course uh, 20 years later last year what if came out where Uh, You had Spider-Man with Doctor Strange's cape, and that kind of resembled like, hey, I remember I drew this back, you know, twenty years ago, where you know, but this, but it, but it was Spider-Man with Spawn's cape, and I remember I uh, did this story where it's crazy though, um, and and like I said, you know, because I know that Spider-Man and Spawn go together, but the story was and this is a story that I, I wrote and this is why I wanted to become a writer as well not only I wanted to become a wrestler but I wanted, you know, also wanted to be a writer because I had this great idea where like Mel had a deal with Kingpin and it's like okay it's a plot to kill Spider-Man you know once and for all it's like Spider-Man dies, Spider-Man goes to hell like Mel want to extract spider-man's blood and create a new army of hell spawns which are like hell spider-man which are like you know the mutant spider-man you know like the mutant spider you know where they have like the six arms and the spider head you know yeah it was gonna be like so hellish and so gruesome so malbolja makes a deal with kingpin and it's like okay well who like recruit your best men you know, Kingpin obviously recruits Venom, recruits uh, Rhino, Then you know, the Sinister Six. So they finally kill Spider-Man, and Spider-Man goes to hell. But the one who actually saves him is the original Spawn, Al Simmons. But Spider-Man is black-suited Spider-Man, but instead of the white Spider, he has Spawn's uh costume. But instead of having Spawn's eyes, he has his regular Spider-Man eyes. So, it's not like, you know, like the Spider-Man, like Black Suit Spider-Man. But it's like, it's Black Suit Spider-Man, but with Spawn's design. And that makes sense. Like, I remember I drew it like where Spider-Man, instead of the red, it was the black. And the blue was the red. So if you can like get that color scheme in that's why i was like okay you know this is you know this is so cool to an extent where that's what i wrote and it's like yeah the like and i remember just writing where alson or al simmons says you know it's like you're he says you're spider-man you know they made a deal you know wilson fisk made a deal with the devil to send you to hell but you know I saved you because there was going to be a new hell's army with spider mutants. So really, that's what I was writing, you know, but out of, but of course, don't ask me where that is, but I just thought it was a very, in, you know, interesting. And that's why I'm like, dude, like, okay, I wanted was Sp- <laughs> like, Oh, you want Spider-Man to go to hell? I was like, no, I mean, that's, there that was a pretty interesting story that I wrote where I'm like, what do you think? Like, yeah, I think that Spider-Man and Spawn can coexist, like Spawn and Batman. And I think Spider-Man and Spawn can coexist. You know, and then, of course, all in the biggest one of all, it's like, okay, uh, the symbiote leaves Eddie Brock, and it goes to Violator, so it's Violator Venom. Yes, I kid you not, I wrote that. Or it's Violator Venom, because the symbiote bonded with Violator, so... It was going to be awesome, though. But I don't remember how, like, it ends. I think Spawn, like, Spider-Man gets Spawn's axe and just kills, uh, Spider, you know. You know, Spider, you know, uh, Violator, but... Since it's the symbiote, it it respawns, so... Respawns Violator. So, it's very interesting, though. So, that was 2001. So, now... 2002. Spider-Man movie comes out. So. I was like. Oh my god. You know. Spider-Man. You know. Back in 2002. I was obsessed. With wrestling. I was obsessed. With WWE. Well. WWE WWE back then. That I just totally forgot. That. Spider-Man movie was coming out So What had happened Was that uh, my mom Took me to uh, Over here in Century Plaza here in San Antonio But Right now it's the Mayan Palace but uh, I did not ask My mom To take me to go see this movie I, You know I did not Say like I, you know, like I didn't beg my mom, I didn't you know plead or anything. I did not. My mom just took me to go see this movie, and from that, I forever appreciate my mom for what she did. She just, like I said, I wasn't a whiny little rat, you know. Like I want to see it, I want to, you know. I, she, I, she just took me. She just took me to go see it. No, no questions asked. And then after that I went to Toys R Us and I bought uh bought a couple of Spider-Man toys from the movie. So that is like like oh my god, like really, it was so it was so awesome, you know, like yeah, you know, and then of course the soundtrack. I I was listening to the soundtrack just a few days ago. It's still I still have the feels for it, you know. It's it was simply like, you know, back 20 years ago, 2002 was like, damn, you know, it was, it was a great. I mean, I had a great time 20 years ago versus now, which is horrible for me right now. But back 20 years ago, 2002 was like, dude, I, I'll i never forget that. And then uh, I was at Collector's Authority and uh, the comic book shop and they had the Spider-Man movie poster where he's climbing up the building and he's like looking straight at you, you know and they didn't have the poster and i'm like oh and then the the guy says if you want the poster i'll i'll give you the poster and i'm like you can he says yeah because we don't have it and if you really want it i'll just take it so he took the display poster rolled it up and just gave it to me and i still have the poster even though it's a bit torn but it's still it's still in good condition except you know the corners are you know torn here and there but I still have the poster. I still have I still have it. You know, I I mean I try to take care of it but I I still have it. It's not like I say it's not torn torn but it's just you know it's there and and I like that poster. It's really awesome. I love it. And um that was it and I have a Spider-Man keychain that I also found at a uh, It was called Camelot. But it was a... Now it's called FYE. So I bought a Spider-Man keychain. Which I still have. And that is to be never to be put on anything. So I still have that. And I have like a just like a bunch of stuff and also almost forgot of course twenty uh, 21 years ago uh, that's when uh, Marvel Legends uh, from Toy Biz came out with the Spider-Man line and I bought and these are the ones that come with the comics this was a, I got the regular red suited Spider-Man and I got black suited Spider-Man and I still have the comics I, I still have them and and these are the Todd McFarlane ones. That's when I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, I still have I still have these comics, and I still I don't have the figures anymore. I gave them to uh, my mom's friend's son. I'm like, "Oh well, here you go," because like I knew that they're gonna re they're gonna do a reissue, and I just knew. And lo and behold, they did. So I still have the comics, but the toys I don't have, which I'm kicking my own ass now for it. But uh you know it's like all the years and then yeah that, that was back 2002 2003 also uh with daredevil spider-man and daredevil i'm like yeah hell yeah you know it was great uh again still have the toy still have it you know with spider-man 2004 i did not see spider-man 2 i was going through i was going through a a a a a rough year i was gonna say again i was going through a rough year 2004 the only thing that i got from spider-man was the poster i got the movie poster and i got the book uh the the adaptation from spider-man 2 i doubt and uh, oh and of course i got one of the articulated spider-mans too i got that one i still have it it's very articulated and i still have the spider-man 2002 uh Articulated one too. I still have that one. <clears throat> I still have it. So then uh because everybody that I knew they saw Spider-Man 2 and they're like, oh in 2007 Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna see Spider-Man 3. So fast forward 2003 uh 2007 Spider-Man 3. I wore my Venom shirt because I'm like it was about damn time we got Venom. So and I remember going, you know, Burger King. I was like, that's, you know, I'm sorry, but it's like, I know I grew up eating McDonald's and McDonald's had the Spider-Man toys. Oh, shoot. I forgot about that. Spider-Man, uh, Mac and McDonald's. They had the Spider-Man toys. They had, uh, Spider-Man and the little white. And I have them too. Uh, I actually bought it, uh, at the Eisenhower flea market. They have like a Spider-Man in like a display case, the McDonald's ones and I bought the Spider-Man, the one with the little white car with the little blue uh, legs, and the Spider-Man Posable, I said I bought them. I'm like, yes, I have Venom and I have Scorpion. I still have them. So, I actually, you know, uh, forgot about that. So McDonald's had the animated series, the Spider-Man animated series toys. Again, I collected all of them. Burger King had the Spider-Man toys from 2007 and i think with marvel and burger king they had like a deal so i'm like oh hell yeah you know psh. yeah because in 2007 was spider-man uh, spider-man 3 uh t- 2008 the following year they had iron man and the incredible hulk and after that that was it they never uh because uh well it's another, another time but somebody from california complained that the reason why like kids are so obese was because Uh, They used the toys as like a marketing ploy to, you know, if you want the toy, you got to order the food, like the Happy Meals and the kids' meals. They, you know, whatever, whatever. So after 2008, they stopped the promotions for like the fast food joints like McDonald's and Burger King and what have you, you know. They just totally stopped it, you know, and it was kind of stupid. But anyway, uh, Burger King had Spider-Man 3. And I remember I got the burger, I got the... I still have the cups, believe me. I still have the cups. I have the Venom cup. And that's where I knew, like, oh, shit, Venom's got... You know, like, I, have, I bought a... I went to Target, I bought a Venom shirt. It's just the one with the black shirt with the white spider. But I remember I saw this dude. He had the Venom shirt, and it had the Ven, the white spider in front and in the back and honestly that was so badass I was like it put my shirt and myself to shame so anyway I saw Spider-Man 3 and I thought it was the greatest movie <laughs> you know it was so awesome but looking at it now and I'm like well I still like it I you know I mean even though they said that oh well, it was bad and like you know what I like it I I, I liked it you know I, I like Spider-Man 3 you know and that was Tommy Maguire's last go around as Spider-Man for now so after that I was like okay what's next you know what I mean like what have you you know so after a while I remember that I got so pissed the that they remade Spider-Man and to me was like why are you going to remake Spider-Man so they remade Spider-Man but in the Amazing Spider-Man and this is the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man so I I didn't really you know like I skipped that one like I said I was so Outraged because they, re- they remade Spider Man in 2012. It was released in 2012. And it was like, well, 10 years since Tobey Maguire's Spider Man came out. And I was like, well, why? And then, of course, you had Kevin Feige who saw it in a different way. He said, well, it was too soon to remake it because it was five years. And I'm like, no, what you mean 10 years? Because it was like 2002 to 2012 spider-man came out in the movie form but with kevin feige who started the marvel you know the mcu he started the marvel cinematic universe again he was he was upset at sony because like it was five years too soon because the last movie was spider-man 3 2007 and then you fast forward five years to 2012 and they did the amazing spider-man so that's why i'm like oh, okay now i see it yeah since the last spider-man movie was five years so that was you know like why are you remaking spider-man so that's why I, I in protest i didn't see the amazing spider-man until i saw it and i'm like i bought the movie and i'm like well whatever i'll see it and i actually liked it i was like oh that's pretty good you know fresh take on it you know you know i actually have gwen stacy you know and then you have a new villain the lizard so i'm like you know what it's pretty good. So. And then I'm like. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 2. 2014 is going to come out. Hey. I'm down. I'm going to go see it. So me and Richard. We went to go see it. And. I got to say that. I know. This movie got a lot of hate. Back then. But I. Loved. Amazing Spider-Man 2. I loved it. The one thing. I were well, like. What do I like about it? Well. I, what I love about it is that you know when he wants to get with uh get back together with Gwen Stacy he writes I love you on the Brooklyn Bridge it was like to me I just thought that was so awesome and he just he just like swung and got you know Emma Stone when Stacy you know just swooped her up just like it was it was so surreal and of course i love the music that they played in this movie Uh, i downloaded the songs i looked them up and i downloaded them the one song that i like i i can't uh you know the name of the artist right now but the name of the song is called a song for zula i love that song just check it out i i love it that's where him and when Stacy, you know, decided to be friends or whatever, that's where like before you see Electro, uh, in Times Square, and uh, yeah, I just love that song. It is so oh my gosh, I it it that song is this to me it's breathtaking. It's called a song for Zula, and then there's a song in the end credits, uh, after um, uh, it's on again by uh, Alicia Keys and Kendrick Lamar. It was another song. It's called Honest. And again, it's, a, it's, it's the name of the song is called Honest. And I, it's, it's another good one, too. like, I look back and I'm like, man, I missed 2014. And knowing this channel, knowing this show, uh, I'm a big Spurs fan. And uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out. And in the following month, Spurs just put an ass foot on the Miami Heat. That's right. I said it. You can't change the past. Okay, now I just depressed myself. But anyway, uh, you—it was just like you know, like the music that they played in Spider-Man. Even uh, there was another song too uh, from Philip Phillips, uh, "Gone, Gone, Gone." Uh, that song was really hitting me hard right now because it's, of of course, you know, it's how it's you know, like I said, I have, the, you know, that memory, you know, like, it. you know, like, each song that I listen to, it, it does have a meaning, and when I listen to, you know, like, the song, you know, Honesty and, uh, and a song for Zula, I, it's just that, you know, it's like, I have a lot of good memories, and then, of course, when I listen to them now, it's like, well, I remember I listened to this, and, you know, now it makes a lot of sense now, and, and really, like, that's why I love about Amazing Spider-Man 2. How different it was. But my takeaway is the whole too many villains deal. Where Amazing Spider-Man 2 copied the formula from Spider-Man 3. Where they had three villains. Where Spider-Man 3 was Sandman, Venom, and quote unquote New Goblin. This one, Amazing Spider-Man 2, was Rhino. Electro. And... Dun, dun, dun. New goblin! Or the green goblin. But, I mean I know they were trying to redo it. They did the Death of Gwen Stacy storyline. I give them kudos for that, but the takeaway is that the two men too many villains. That's that's what did Amazing Spider that's what did Spider-Man 3. You know, that was the end of that arc, and now you go to Amazing Spider-Man 2, did that arc. So yeah and all this time you know it's like man you know it's it's it was really it was really bad you know but i loved amazing spider-man 2 like i i can't get enough i i just love that movie It make it makes it made me cry when uh when stacy fell to her death you know when her neck snapped it i cried you know when because andrew garfield's performance was just oh my god it was it hit it hit me right in the heart the heartstrings when he says Gwen stay with me stay with me stay with me like please wake up you know oh my god I it was like I teared up in that theater and I still when I see it I still tear up when I see it it's is that you know Andrew Garfield put up a hell of a performance and I'm I'm tearing up right now just you know thinking about it because it's you know, he he was great. You know, a lot of people can say that Tommy is their favorite and I'm like, hey I can't I can't hate. 'Cause we all have our favorites. But my favorite is Andrew Garfield. I mean I'm sorry, yeah, I grew up with Tommy Maguire, like Tommy Maguire, but my favorite is to is just Andrew Garfield and how he you know, he did that performance. Like Maisie Spider Man one he did okay. Maisie Spider-Man two when the the death of Gwen Stacy, he's he just like, oh my God, I, I, I can't give him enough high praise for that. I mean, when he just, you know, when he says, "Gwen, stay with me, please, wake up," oh my God, it's, he just gave it his all, and I, I, I loved it. You know, it's, you know, Bravo. I, hats off to Andrew Garfield, on that and. Honestly, I thought there was going to be Amazing Spider Man 3 in 2016. But, due to the uh, Sony leaks, I mean, of course, if you don't know, if people don't know, I'm going to say it. But, how people did know was like, wow, okay. So, this is why I'm doing a retrospect. So,. What ended up happening in 2014 was uh, Sony did a movie called The Interview, which that was the James Franco, Seth R- uh, Rogen movie where there was a plot to assassinate uh, Kim Jong-un. So that movie was released, oh no, I'm sorry, no, it was shelled because they basically like with North Korea you don't want to f with North Korea so they found out the plot of the movie and what happened is that in an obvious fashion North Korea hacked Sony so there was a whole Sony leaks to email leaks that there was a from Amy Pasquale. that how she resented Angelina Jolie uh then there was the Spider-Man uh debacle where there was going to be amazing spider-man 3 but there was controversy around it that they that uh, amazing spider-man 2 underperformed and it wasn't getting the money that it was getting like try to compete with uh marvel studios at the time yeah i know that spider-man is marvel but this is when, you know, back in the 90s when Marvel Comics actually was going to go out of business and they started selling off rights, meaning that Sony Columbia Pictures got Spider-Man, 20th Century Fox got majority of the got majority of them, they got uh the X-Men, they got Daredevil and Fantastic Four. Sony and Columbia got Spider-Man and Ghost Rider. New Line Cinema got Blade. So so, and uh, with the other characters, they never got, they wanted the characters that were more uh, profitable, and of course, uh, Universal Pictures owns the Hulk because of the uh, because of t uh, the TV show, so it was owned by Universal, so really Marvel didn't really wasn 't too worried about the Hulk because they still had Universal Pictures still had the rights to the Hulk so anyway, uh, fast forward so so uh, Marvel. Uh, Sony where, you know Sony was trying to compete with Marvel but with Amazing Spider-Man 2 they failed uh financially with Amazing Spider-Man 2 like I said I love the movie I you know I loved it it was number 1 in the box office but to Sony it wasn't the movie you know like it wasn't the numbers that they wanted that they expected and after that they were thinking about other projects. See, this is where the projects come to mind where it was Uh what they're doing right now. Like where they had Venom, Morbius, and now they're doing Craven, which uh check out my Craven video from season two. So what they were trying to do was they were trying to do an all-female Spider-Man movie with Spider-Woman, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Girl, Black Cat, Mary Jane. You know they were trying to do all that. It was and the movie was called Project Glass Ceiling. And even as crazy as it sounds, and I started laughing hysterically out of just confusion and, oh my God, what the what the hell are you doing? An Aunt May spinoff. And I'm like. So we're just going to follow... So we're just going to do, like, what? Follow this young chick named May Parker running errands, going to work, or what? (laughs) You know? It was so confusing. So then after that, that's where Amy Pascal struck a deal with Kevin Feige, and Kevin Feige first presented the idea says well can we borrow spider-man even though he's owned by you guys but can we work out a deal to have spider-man in the mcu that would be that would be a you know a crowd pleaser you know and amy pascal threw a sandwich at him so this is back in 2014 i'm sorry to go back it's 2014 amy pascal threw the sandwich at kevin feige because they wanted to strike a deal to get spider-man into the mcu Okay, that was 2014. Then the email leaks happened in November of 2014. So then that's where in 2015, uh, that's where they had the, that's where MMSQ just gave in and said, okay, we'll give you Spider-Man. We're like, what are you going to do? It says, okay, we got it. And that's when the Captain America Civil War trailer came out. We know the infamous Underoos trailer, as I call it, where he introduced Spider-Man. I freaking freaked out. I was at work. <laughs> I they were like I was yelling like... oh my God, and then people were like what what's going on what's going on and I was like Spider-Man's in Captain America and they're like They just look at me like okay. I mean this was huge because as soon as you saw the eyes from Spider-Man's mask squint That's where you know that they took it to the 1960s look I'm like oh my god this is so awesome so and this was so awesome you know to me with Captain America Civil War so ladies and gentlemen I'm just gonna take a real quick commercial break so please stay tuned for our sponsor and I will be right back Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that 30-second ad. Of course, it plays every time I upload an audio. Uh, you know, to get started on your own podcast, you know, it's a lot of fun. I wholeheartedly recommend Anchor. Just, you know, just for doing a podcast. If you're a beginner, just, you know, do that. You know, it's it's very easy. It's very fun. I, and again, I, I, we enjoy doing these episodes. On Anchor, it, like I said, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, really, it, it does not disappoint. I use this every week, every time I do an episode. I just love doing it. You know, just, you know, doing this for you guys and everything. That's why, you know, with Anchor, you can't go wrong. So, love it. It's brilliant. So, where I last left off was Captain America Civil War. So, Spider Man's in it. I can't wait to go see it. But,. I had a family emergency which I don't air too much you know of my personal family issues or problems you know but I had a uh, family emergency that uh that week so I wasn't able to go see Spider- uh Captain America Civil War so this or you know this ordeal happened like the whole entire month and after that I just wasn't interested in seeing it I was just so, like, distraught because I kept seeing the previews to it. And I'm like, man, you know, because I I, I like Captain America, too. I, I love, I, especially Winter Soldier. And I'm sorry, but Captain America Winter Soldier is my number one favorite MCU movie. And, you know, people were thinking, well, what about Spider-Man Home? I said, well, that comes second. But... Yeah, but Captain America's you know, that was the game changer right there. Uh, Winter Soldier, that was like the holy shit movie. <laughs> you know, like what happens now? You know, uh, yeah, there was a there was a big twist. You know, everything. I just I just freaking love Winter Soldier. But then with Civil War, Captain America Civil War, I just wanted to go I just wanted to see it because this was the third one. They introduced Black Panther. Vision chose. Uh, tony's side black widow it was like you know the whole uh trailer was like united we stand divided we fall and this was like another avengers movie but except it was avengers versus avengers it was their own civil war so then they added spider-man to it and i was like man you know like dude so uh when the dvd came out the blu-ray i bought it immediately i bought it i saw it yes of course i loved it but it just wasn't the same you know this is the one movie that i wanted to see in theaters you know like what like did it make a difference yes it did make a difference because i wanted to see uh you know ant-man grow to be giant man you know i wanted to see that in theaters i wanted to see where uh spider-man like what would what did spider-man do like how did they introduce spider-man you know and i wanted to see it, you know in the theaters because and and really and I kept seeing the memes too, you know, back when, you know, like spoilers were like not a big deal as they are now. But I kept seeing the meme where it was a uh, Baron Zemo uh what is it? Zemo where he was like, uh mission report, December 16, nineteen ninety one. I'm like, Oh shut the fuck <laughs> You know, I was like shut the F up, you know. Uh I hated it, you know, uh So I I just like freaking uh, Like I kept seeing it And the more I kept seeing the meme The more it annoyed me And when I see Captain America Civil Wars Like I keep muting it Because I, I get annoyed when Zemo says That mission report crap And I, I hate it But other than that like like I saw it like I was somewhat satisfied because like this is the one movie I want to see in theaters like I said didn't make a difference you know I, eventually I was going to see it and I said well yeah I saw it but the, the, still it's the thought that I wanted to see it in theaters but I couldn't you know because you know life happens you know you, there's things you cannot control so I you know like I saw it and I said of course I loved it I mean I wasn't going to you know say oh this movie sucks you know no it was it was awesome you know it and i love the fact that it wasn't colorful like there was a lot of people that are saying that well the russo just left it like that because it's is how serious this movie was like okay well what happens now that uh supposedly there was no winners you know in captain america uh team cap or team iron man that who 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 won no one did you know you know As fans We didn't win The only The only thing we did win Was like Shoot we got Spider-Man It was like Hell yeah Spider-Man's in the MCU now uh, But Other than that it was, it was It was amazing You know And having Marissa Tomei As Aunt May Was Wow It was <laughs> Like Yes Wow So 2017 was introduced as Spider-Man: Homecoming, and of course, I was there. I saw it day one. <laughs> I I saw it day one. Uh, it was great. I I liked it. You know, it was very really fun. You know, seeing MCU Spider-Man, and I liked it. It was so fun. You know, uh, I was wearing my Lucky Spider Man t shirt. I had just ordered this Spider Man cap from superhero stuff.com where it was the Spider Man mask. It was the, the, it was a, it was like this complete custom cap where it has Spider Man's eyes in the front, underneath the brim had Spider Man and like in the shadows, then the cap, the inside had uh webs and it has spider-man like sitting like sitting on the webs and then on the back it had the spider-man uh the mcu the uh what is it the spider drone uh logo the news the, or the beetle spider or the fat spider like in the back of the cap which that one was like 50 bucks but i didn't care i bought it and i you know i i still have it i don't have i've worn it a few times but it's one of those caps that i would not wear, you know. It's like I just have it, and I, there, not gonna wear it, cause it's just too precious to me. <laughs> but, uh, and then I had a Spider Man watch that I bought at Walmart. I had Spider Man socks. I was just all out. I just went all out with 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 uh, Homecoming. So I saw Homecoming. I actually saw it twice. I saw Homecoming twice. I saw uh, Spider Man Homecoming with my mom and dad, and then I saw Spider Man. Yeah, nerd. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Shut up. But uh then I also saw uh Spider-Man uh homecoming again with a friend of mine, because he said, Oh, I haven't seen it. And I'm like, Well, let's go see it. So <gasps> I'm gonna go see it. So I saw Spider-Man homecoming twice, and that's how like it was awesome. So after that, uh then there was of course uh Infinity War, which oh my god, seriously, man, what is it? I just Oh, with Spider Man. Like again the emotion where in Infinity War where Thanos snapped or they call it the blip. Oh, anyway, with with that when when Thanos snapped, when he says, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. When he says, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Oh, my God, I teared up. I was like, shut up, just shut up, man. You know, this is the second time you freaking, well, yeah, now. Like, this is the second time you made me tear up in a theater. But it was, like, again, the emotion where he just, like, husband, he says, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I teared up. Even though, yeah, I did cheer for Thanos because I'm like, yes, he succeeded. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, did you really have to kill Spider Man? I mean, I swear. (laughs) Like, why? And Spider Man, of course, got turned to dust or blipped. So, ah, man, it was, that was heartbreaking. So then, 2019, yes, who could have seen that coming? Uh, when Tony Stark, you know, Marvin Downey Jr. says, you know, I lost a kid, I lost a kid. I'm like, dude, shut up. Why was he remind me that you lost Spider-Man? You know, it was, yeah, I'm like, dude, honestly. So uh, the fun fact is that in 2019, 20, to me, 2019 was, it was okay. You know, it was a good, it was a, not a good, good year, but it was, it was a good, it was a good year. It was an okay year uh i ended up seeing vendors uh the end, end game at the quarry market in the quarry theater i love that theater it's it's awesome i mean i love city base i, I go to city base all the time but uh i but the quarry market because I, I scored free tickets because i was a i was a of course we're still working in the hospital and they loved how i did an amazing job and they gave me free movie tickets so i'm like oh okay hell yeah you know so i cashed them in and i saw Endgame and it was it was great it it was so good i i loved it and i you know of course with endgame was like oh hell yeah it was so it was so awesome you know of course endgame but then uh a couple of months later was spider-man far from home and i'm like oh hell yeah yes I, again doing a good job here's movie tickets yeah i cashed them in at the quarry market and that's where i saw spider-man far from home Again in that theater at the Quarry Market, out and seeing Spider-Man: Far From Home right there in that theater. It was it it was such a seeing that movie in that theater in the Quarry Market. It it was so awesome, like it it went perfect, like it was so perfect. Like seeing that, that movie in that theater, you know the scenery and all that. You know, and it was and it was great. I I loved it, and of course, it, far from home was wow. Like you know, when the homecoming was, you know, homecoming was homecoming, but far from home, just the thought, it was very thought provoking. That's what I want to say because of Mysterio with the illusions like you couldn't tell what was the illusion or what was reality and that was like dude honestly hell that was it was freaking awesome you know i i loved it you know i i loved far from home especially the end scene credit you all know what i'm talking about where madison square garden where it was you know it was like oh folks you know i'm like i'm like no, no, no. They did not do this. They did not bring back J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson, back on... In What? And that's where it was like, Hall oh, yourself, here's a bombshell, you know, and all this. And he says, you know, Jake Jalen Hall says, you know, Spider-Man's actual identity is Peter Parker. And I was like, I just... Yeah, I was in that theater, just like Peter Parker, holding his head. I was like, "What just happened? Did this was this for reals? Oh my god! I I, I couldn't believe this." And then, of course, the end scene where. It was the scrolls that they took over, blah, blah, blah. But I still couldn't. Yeah, like after seeing that, and you don't care what the next end scene credit was, I was like, okay, it's the scrolls, whatever. Uh, setting up secret invasion, because of course that's what's going to uh, Secret war, secret invasion, because of course that's what's going to happen. So that's why it makes sense. Like, why are you seeing the scrolls in Spider Man? Because uh, that's what happens, you know, the secret war, secret invasion, it's the scrolls. So that's what happens. So. That's why the scrolls were in this you know the ancient credit but I was like I was just so wow that was just amazing. So then of course the worries you know about the pandemic and all that like okay like Spider-Man No Way Home was going to come out you know in 2021 which it did but it was going to be like the summer blockbuster but since due to the you know theaters not opening uh, the theaters opened in July 2021. So that's why they had to release the Marvel movie like every other month. You know, and uh, that's when we had Black Widow and then we had Shang-Chi. Uh, we had basically two Marvel movies in one in one month, uh, which was uh, Shang-Chi, Legends of the Ten Rings, and then Venom, Let There Be Carnage. But I was thinking, I said, you know, me, Josh... Richard and Roland we saw Venom let there be carnage so again the end scene credit where it was like you know him he sees Tom Holland but I'm like no he did not kill you Tobey Maguire killed you <laughs> you know and that's what started you know that's where I'm like oh shit come on come on come on and that's where we find out that Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be released in December, so we didn't have that long of a wait, but we had to wait because again, this was this was October. This was like this was where Venom: Let the Recarnage came out in you know October. So then the next month we had the Eternals. So we had like a Marvel movie like basically every month, pretty much, with Black Widow in July. We didn't have nothing for August except Suicide Squad, but that's DC. But then you had, like I mentioned, Shang-Chi, Legend of uh, Ten Rings in September. Then uh, a few weeks later, we had Venom, Let There Be Carnage in October. October the fir- September 30th, October 1st. And then November, we had The Eternals, which... Yeah, I'm very critical about that one. Then Spider-Man no way home but before I get to no way home I just wanted to give a very quick reminiscence of like okay before I get to no way home I actually have uh, Spider-Man shoes and what it is is that Adidas has a partnership with Marvel so they have shoes like i have uh they have iron man's which i have two iron man's i have one the actual iron man shoe and i have the stark industry uh stark Indus- industries version i actually have marvel shoes that has like the comics cover on it and this is 80 years and this is true believer i have those so the spider-man ones they're actually from a basketball player from Donovan Mitchell, who used to play for the Utah Jazz. Now he plays for the Timberwolves. So he came out with Spider-Man. And the ones that I wanted were the actual red and royal blue ones. So I wanted those, but they were sold out. And I couldn't... So he did a reissue, reissue 2. And this one, it was still red and the, and it was navy blue with uh gray, reminiscent of the Amazing Fantasy uh one with with gold. So I got those. So I'm like, oh hell yeah, it's my second chance. It's Spider Man either way because it has the spider webs. It has the actual spider webs on the shoe, and these are actual Spider Man shoes. So and it does have the Marvel logo. On them, So, these are actual Spider-Mans. So, I bought those and I, I freaking loved them. They they were so good. They're the uh, issue uh, Dawn from Donovan Mitchell. So, I have those. I have those Spider-Man shoes. Which I bought back in 2021. Yeah, I bought them in 2021. Last year, I bought, them in tw- I bought them last year. They also have Venom and Carnage ones. But they sold out more fast than I can put them in my cart. So... But as long as I get the Spider-Man ones, you know, so I'm, I'm very content with that. And also, I have a Spider-Man ring that I bought in 2017. I bought a Spider-Man ring. I, have a, I also have a, the NECA Spider-Man uh, that I still have in the box. And I also have another uh, Marvel Legends 12-inch Spider-Man still in the box. I still have the Pizza Hut pizza box. From uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I still have it. Still intact. Um, I have Spider-Man Funko Lights, Still in the package that I bought at Toys R Us. Which I'm, never gonna, I'm not ever going to open. Because I'm, that was the last thing I bought at Toys R Us. So I'm still keeping those. Uh, I also for my birthday. I have the Spider-Man watch from Invicta and that's a pretty expensive watch which I it has a red band it has a Spider-Man face with this you know it's it's a lovely watch I I love it I wear it and also uh, there's a shop in Miami that they make uh, they have another partnership with Marvel and they make like the Marvel characters uh, uh, pendants so they had of course a Spider-Man head and I i got it i bought the spider-man they had venom they have they used to have the marvel logo but that one's like non-existent anymore they discontinued it It was sold out they had a hulk head they still have the iron man mask they have the captain america shield thor's hammer black panther mask uh magneto's helmet wolverine's claws i mean they make this but the one that i really wanted was the spider-man The Spider-Man mask or the Spider-Man head. I still have it. I wear it every day. I I wear it. You know. So, yeah. Like, that's how big of a fan I am. I have a Marvel shower curtain. And it has Spider-Man heads on the hooks. I have a Spider-Man bath rug. Which, it's in my room. And I'm like, no, hell no. I'm not going to put that in the restroom. Like, no. I'm going to keep it in my room. So... With that, um, if you're in case you're wondering, uh, like, oh, do you have a Spider-Man tattoo? No, but I want one. So, haha, and he And just recently, I was at Walmart, and they have Spider-Man uh, mini cakes. Yes, uh, they have Spider-Man mini cakes, and of course, I bought them. Don't ask me how, but I got them. But I got them, and they're pretty good. So yeah uh and oh how could i forget the video game i'll still play it there's a lot there's a lot of stuff you gotta do that's what made spider-man perfect game i i still have it i have the steel book edition i bought the collector's edition they had a whole bunch of stuff i got a lot of good stuff from uh spider-man i got like the loot crate from spider-man i got i, I got a lot of you know a lot of good stuff from spider-man and i you know a lot and it's just awesome like how much I really you know enjoyed the character you know the character you know and everything so so then uh, and just a real quick uh, uh, deal uh, with Spider-Man 2 so even though like it is Spider-Man's birthday like the Zodiac sign and I remember I talked about this on YouTube but to me Spider-Man was that it's uh that that Spider-Man is in fact the zodiac sign Leo. So, with that being said, uh, Spider-Man is a Leo, and of course, you go back to Amazing Spider-Man two, where when uh, where uh, Jamie Fox, uh, Max Dillon, where. He, you know, confronts uh, Alexander Smythe, who Smythe, if you know from the cartoon, he's the one that was with Kingpin at Oscorp. So that's when he says, like, uh, oh, did you do this? And like, oh, well, yeah, well, I'm Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden, that's when Jamie Foxx, uh, when he loses it, he says, no, he's not. He's a Leo, and you're a Sagittarius, Mac, you know, Alexander, you know, and all that. So, yeah, so it does, you know, it makes Spider-Man a Leo. And ironically... I am a Sagittarius, and of course, we're under the fire elements. That's why I can't say, you know, like, oh, uh, well, I don't like Spider-Man. I'm like, no, I mean, I don't know why. It's, to me, it's like, you know, being a Spider-Man fan is like natural as breathing. That's, like, that's how it is, you know. I can't, you know, say like, no, whatever, Spider-Man. I'm like, no, like, whatever. I'll I'll take it. <laughs> it was like, whatever. Uh, the only thing is, like, I'm not a Miles Morales fan. I'm, like I said, I grew up with Peter Parker, so... I, for one... Uh, like I said, like, Spider-Man's a Leo. Peter Parker, on you know, the Zodiac sign, Leo. I'm a side serious. So, it makes perfect sense that Spider-Man... You know, like, I'm a big fan. I'm, like I said, I'm just a big fan. So, now with No Way Home... Dear God. This movie... Effing Rock My World and everyone else's. Oh my gosh. Again, this movie made me tear up, but not what you think. What seeing Andrew Garfield come out? I cheered and I teared. And then oh my god. I was like, oh my god, my boy's back, you know, and then you know Tommy McGuire I was like, Oh my god, you know, it was oh it was so it was so special again you know all three movies i saw the home trilogy i call it the home trilogy spider-man homecoming far from home and then no way home it's the home trilogy i was just so like oh my god and i saw all three of my parents yeah nerd alert okay i get it but i but it to me it wasn't about that to me it was like it was so special you know just seeing no way home it was you know and and being and that's when i just turned 33 i turned thirty three. Uh, That December, three days before No Way Home came out, or two days if you uh, were the early birds. I mean, me, I saw it because I was, you know, I had, like, car problems that week, so we ended up getting the car fixed, and then Saturday, boom, saw Spider-Man No Way Home, no questions asked. So, that, and I had a Spider-Man cake for my birthday, and it was, again, it was so special. I... I cannot, you know. It it was it was just, uh, like I have everything. Like I from Spider Man. Like I have I have seat belts. I have a ring from not the actual ring from the Stone Tower bother video, but I have a Spider Man ring. I have a beanies. I have caps, T shirts. Just I have football jersey, baseball jersey, basketball jersey. Again, like I said, I have the pendant. I have socks. Do I have underwear? Yes, I do. Do I have a tattoo? No, but I want one. Uh, It's just uh, Spider-Man bedsheets. Yes. uh, Target in 2018, they had Spider-Man bedsheets. I have a pillow. A throw pillow from Spider-Man. I... I just, you know, like, yeah, I'm just a big fan. I'm just a Spider-Man fan. And I always get the collector's editions. Like, when it comes to Spider-Man, I blow my money. Just give me the special editions, extended editions, limited editions. Whatever edition you have, just give it to me. And do I have the Spider-Man PlayStation 4? No, it was sold out, of course. Because you get the game and the system, the Spider-Man custom system. Eventually, I will just to have it on display just because <laughs> so then the spider-man 2 games coming out hopefully GameStop will do what they did like i just mentioned like i hope they have the ps5 spider-man edition i wouldn't uh, i would get it just because fight me for it <laughs> but yeah what can i say other than you know happy 60 years spider-man you know what you have taught all of us all of us fans is with great power comes great responsibility and that's true you know it you know and of course my favorite saying of course i cannot remember all of it but remember the quote from spider-man 2 where aunt may said you know there is a hero in all of us That gives us hope, that gives us strength, you know, gives us courage. You know, I don't remember the whole quote, but that's the quote I, you know, I like, you know. Of course, the great power, comes great responsibility, yes. But the hero and all of us quote, that's something I'll never forget. And it's true, you know. If there was, you know, it's one of those posts where it's like, if you wake up as a superhero, who would you be and what power should you be like? I want to wake up as Spider-Man. Just because. Because, you know, Peter Parker was just a nobody. He got been by a spider and he became somebody. And, you know, my cousin, of course, you know, he had the dolls. He had Spider-Man, Venom, and Carnage. And I was always infatuated with that. I was like, man, you know. It was because of my cousin, too. That really kind of like... uh, Really embedded me into you know the spider-man you know i have comics i went out of my way to just you know get the you know the special comics that are coming out right now i have like a whole bunch of comics from spider-man it's 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 amazing though (laughs) no pun intended but but really all i gotta say is you know happy happy 60 years spider-man and you know i know you're not i know you're not real but To the listeners, you know, who are true, true believers, you know, we thank you for 60 amazing years. You know, thank you for teaching us, you know, the great power comes great responsibilities. Thank you for all the great memories. Thank you for just everything, Spider-Man. Just thank you so much. You know, we love you. And even though, like I said, you're not real, but to us, you are real. And you're a real hero and thank you for putting us on the right path you know to good to fight evil and it's just it's just an honor to be a fan it's a real honor and a privilege to get to read the comics to get to know who this person is to know that You've done the greater good to be the hero. It's like, it doesn't matter who you are. You're always, always, you're always with us. You're always, like I said, in spirit. Just trying to just be the the hero that you are. You know, and just continue and don't ever change because I know you wouldn't want us to change so thank you